While it is not true that you can't be awkward if you're silent, I have generally found that if I do not open mouth, it's much more difficult to stick foot in mouth. AMs with AJ, it's the Gold's Gym Debated 8 on VFX. Already feeling awkward as I found out that a friend of mine who I talk about a fair amount, uh, well, mom listens to the show. Actually, I made a TikTok talking about awkward the other day. It was talking about um, dealing with red flags, if I could be as nice as possible. Well, I, I, I went on and listed a bevy of them talking about, oh, yeah, this is the one of them happened to find me on TikTok, like the video. And comment on it, and I thought, ooh, do you know that I'm talking about you? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. So again, while it is completely untrue that being silent lets you avoid awkward, I found that it has been much easier to avoid foot in mouth if I don't open mouth. That being said, one of my most awkward stories happened without saying a word, which I will get to. We got a text message that came in. Uh, I once met a local celebrity and was so nervous that as we were talking, he mentioned he was diabetic. I immediately replied, you got diabetes? Nice! Needless to say, it was awkward. 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. I was so pumped. I met, I saw, I didn't meet, CM Punk, the wrestler, at a Chicago Blackhawks game, because he's notoriously Chicago, right? And I legitimately, my dad and I left, I said, wait here, and just ran. Pop said no idea what was going on, and I chased up to him, and I said, excuse me, Mr. Punk, I was wondering if I could take a picture with you. And, of course, he was slightly annoyed, because, okay, go ahead. And so I went to take my phone out, and I couldn't I couldn't get it. And he goes, don't you know how to work your own phone? Which, of course, is making it not happen any faster. And then I, I did get the picture finally, but I felt terrible, because I was like, this man will knock me unconscious. He was a professional wrestler. He was in the UFC for a while. I bothered him, which I'm sure he didn't really like, as he went to enjoy a game. And I'm like, I just want to take a picture. I'll take a picture. But the most awkward story I've ever had, without even saying a word, the first Christmas, might have been the second Christmas Ash and I were together, but it was the first time I was spending with her family. We did the extended family, the big house party, like 20 different family members getting together. And this is me for the first time meeting pretty much all of them. So they've got the whole spiel. We got tables upstairs and tables downstairs, and there's food everywhere, and everybody's chit-chatting, and you're doing all the polite introduction and all that, and you're eating, you're eating, and you're eating, and all of a sudden there's a rumbly in the tumbly. You think, oh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and so you try and disappear right to the bathroom that is furthest away to do your business because you don't want to be near anybody, especially new people you're meeting. I don't want to be near anybody in general, but especially potentially future in-laws. So I go try to handle my business flush. Water fills up. Uh-oh. Okay, one more time. Flush for good measure. Water fills up. Oh, no. Oh, no. It had clogged the toilet. And what do I do? Because, of course, I'm not going to leave. I just be like, ah, oh, who knows what happened? Like, that's not a good way to go about it. So I, I tell the one person that I, of course, at that point in time, immensely trust. So this is still a lot to put on her. My girlfriend... And then she tells her father, who then, I don't know what he did, but he went and dealt with it. And kudos to him. It's one of those things you don't talk about. You just kind of remember and acknowledge in your head. But life-saving. That potentially could have been way worse because it wasn't dad's house, by the way. Was not future father-in-law's house. But ironically enough, have never been back to that specific family gathering ever again. And uh, frankly, I think that was the exact right choice for me. Speaking of awkward. The enemy of my enemy is my friend is an old anecdote. Does that work in relationships? The ex of my ex? 
is my friend? In the celebrity world, it worked, but does it work in people world? Real people world? The enemy of my enemy is my friend is an old anecdote, I believe, from Sun Tzu. AMs with AJ on VFX, but I mean, realistically, like, oh, yeah. Gonna put that to work in my real life. What about, though, the ex of my ex? It's about as close as I think you're gonna get to that anecdote in everyday life. Apparently, uh, after Jason Momoa broke up with uh, Lisa Bonet, who famously was with Lenny Kravitz forever, they became bros. Kravitz and Momoa now dude bros because of the fact that they were both with Monet. And the question is, can you be friends with an ex of an ex? And I think the answer is yes, because I think one of the coolest things is, and it's usually women get to do this because men are stupid, but men, we have those stories, right, where some dude, for whatever reason, thinks he can take both women on a trip, they figure it out, they tattle on them, and they become BFFs. I don't feel like dudes get kind of way more egotistical about it, a little bit more arrogant, and so we fight each other, but, but after time passes, I definitely think it's possible for it to exist. In my own life, um, I can tell you situation. There was a girl in high school I had a huge crush on. Several of my friends had a crush on her. I dated her in high school, and then she broke up with me and dated a friend of mine. And that bummed me out, but then in high school, I got over it pretty quick. Then in college, she dated that friend, and she broke up with him. I saw her for a little bit, and then that friend was mad, so I got kicked out of the friend group. He moved in with another friend. She dated the second friend. This is the third friend while they were living together. All of that happened, and at the time, it was terrible. It was absolutely miserable. But then eventually, it became a funny story, sort of, not really at her expense, but a little bit at her expense, where we were like, oh, yeah, well, that was all stupid, and it kind, of, it kind of brought us together. I think guys can do that. For instance, again, this is, guys don't work the same way. I, I, we have to fight about it first. I was dating a girl in college that cheated on me. Uh, then a few months went by, and a buddy of mine decided he liked her. He was great about it. He was great about it, asked me about it, and I said no. He did anyway, which was uh, – we've talked about it, but I – because I was stupid dumb about it. They dated, and I was like, no, nah, I'm done, man. Like, that's – I feel like this is a betrayal. Like, she's not a great person. So then for like seven months, him and I weren't friends, and it really caused problems for the friend circle. She cheated on him, which super sucks, but she is – she revealed who she is, right? And so eventually him and I sorted out and we bonded over it. But then it, it becomes a funny story. It's a stupid story. It's an ex of my ex. So yeah, for, for women, it seems like you ladies are able to do it much quicker and sort it out. Guys, because we see everything as a competition or see too much things as a competition, we have to fight about it first. But then, yeah, you'd be like, oh, I remember when you were, you idiot, like you were with a second. So that makes you dumber. Then we can laugh about it. But initially, no, I don't think we can immediately go into Bro, you, me too. Like, oh my gosh, that's so dumb. No, we, we're stupid. But yes, I believe this is the everyday people version of my ex. My, it, my enemy of my enemy is my friend. My ex of my ex at least knows what I was dealing with. I tell you, one of the worst sentences you can ever hear. Uh, we were having a Halloween party. A buddy of mine was hosting it. And I met a friend he worked with at the bar he was working at. Her name was Evie. And I was like, oh, hi, Evie. I'm AJ. And she goes, oh, yeah, I know you. I'm friends with Megan, who was an ex I had a very bad breakup with. And I immediately, no joke, was like, oh, okay, well, that's the last thing I'll be saying to you tonight. I hope you have a good evening. Because I, I was like, she already heard probably a bunch of stories. That's super awkward. I'm going to go stand on the other side of the room. One of the worst sentences I have ever heard while meeting someone.